Hello everyone and welcome to Monster Hour, an actual play podcast about going to school, arguing with your parents, and ruining your favorite outfit while hunting horrible monsters. Narrative driven and crisply edited with painfully relatable characters. Monster Hour follows unlikely heroes JR. Super suspicious. That's sort of my deal. Constance. I may be a bit of a know-it-all, but I might actually know it all. And Alvin. My monstrous. As they unravel the sinister mysteries of a strange Colorado town. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, Buffy, or the Adventure Zone Amnesty, you'll love Monster Hour. Tune in for new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, I have been your compere for this main house vigil production, and I'm joined backstage for this post-show discussion by the cast of that production. Hey, my name's Josh, I'm playing Ginny Greenteeth, the Spellslinger. Hello, I'm Ellie, and I am playing Percy Byron, the Exile. Hi, I'm Nat, and I'm playing Gwyneth the Divine. Hello, my name's Alexander Pankhurst, and I'm here playing Graham the Summoned. Let's jump straight to the post-session admin, because I know you're all excited to get some XP. Admin! 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 I mean, I thought you were getting excited because it's like a reward for the role-playing that you no. did and the accomplishments, but no, we just love ticking boxes. Tick those yeah. boxes. Yeah. Fill them up. Let's do this. All right, let's, let's ask, ask some questions. <laughs> Tell multiple lies. <laughs> uh, did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Yep, I believe we did. That's one yes. yes. Don't tick an XP oh. yet. We'll do that after all the questions. Hold your horses. <laughs> Hell, it's been a while since all of we, all of us did this. Uh, We're overly stimulated and excited. <laughs> we just I've, want had, to... I've had a biscuit and a coffee. <laughs> did we save anybody from certain death or worse? Yes. yes. Did we? Who? Toby. Oh, and most of the town when oh, yeah. the Bargast was by the duck pond? The guy that the Bargast... Uh, took over, if we'd have killed it, it would have killed him. Okay, good point. Yeah, does it count if we're saving them from ourselves? <laughs> I mean, st- it doesn't say from certain death or worse at anybody else's hands. And, I mean, you know, you does quite... that mean that Graham can start throttling people and then let go at the last minute? <laughs> Saved you. <laughs> I mean, that would, that would rather prove Gwyn right. Oh, yeah. So, which could be a great character. Who knows? You know. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to listen to an episode where you just describe strangling random members of the public then moving on. They've got more XP, more XP, XP farmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just calling myself Christarchy. Christarchy, Christarchy, Christarchy. So, yes, there were, you know, it would probably have escalated to killing people and you stopped it from doing that. But mm-hmm. yes, the, the most immediate one was there was one security guard who was possessed by the bar guest mm-hmm. who uh, was possessed when Graham smacked it with a bench, mm-hmm. got his head caved in, 
who would have died on the green had Gwyn not laid on hands. So, mm. yes, you saved that person from certain death or worse. That's yes. two yeses. Ding, ding. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Multiple things. Yes. This is one of the most lore-heavy like sessions yeah. I've yeah. been involved in or listened to. So many new characters, so many new locations, organisations. Yeah. Yeah. More bigger, higher-up plates that we didn't realise were spinning. Mm. That mm-hmm. Yeah, do we want to throw out some examples of important stuff that we've learned about the world? The big wizard people have so got the, all their the, fingers in all of the pies. Yeah, yes. the sorcery guild. Yes. Thank big you. wizard people. <laughs> you knew who I am. Hello. <laughs> big farmer. Yeah. Big wizard. Yeah, they've got. <laughs> guy with the pitchfork? No, that's PA. I, I went straight to thinking they've all got big wizard energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, the sorcery guild uh, are. We knew from the coming up with backstory before the story session, which you'll have heard in a backstage episode, that there were some members of the Guild of Sorcery active in Sheridan, the mayor, for example, but we now know that some of the more national, high-up, powerful members like Max Dashwood uh, have some sort of interest in town as well, and particular vendettas against certain members of the cast. Screw you, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> but also the, the subsidiary companies as well that yeah. are now taken yeah. over. Yeah, yes. it's yes. a whole thing. Which yeah. Have, yeah, which have council contracts. I wonder if the mayor could have been involved in those. Mm. Mm. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Beaver. Jackie Beaver. I can't remember what her real name is. Because... Jackie Danbrook. Thank you. <laughs> Because her real name's Jackie Beaver. Yeah, and that was too silly. Changed Changed it by deep pole. If we find her original birth certificate, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yeah, it'll say Jackie Beaver. So that's three yeses. Uh, Finally, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yeah. Learn your name. Learn my name. Mm. Learn Graham's Graham's Um, special name. The forgetful. (laughs) We we learned that Ginny can now teleport. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll be exactly where she needs to be at the right time. I mean, we know that uh, we learnt that um, the Grove of Oddities is under threat of being purchased mm. from underneath Ginny, which I yeah. can tell from Josh's expression she was delighted about oh, at the time. Absolutely, Josh's furious. face he was fuming. <laughs> Just for context, listeners, we sit at the out end of a six-hour session. We're all sitting inside. It was quite muggy when we recorded two weeks ago, and then Matt drops out on me is literally the last thing. Just to really light the fire under me. I mean, furious. Oh, and livid, genuinely livid. It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> you could not separate Ginny from Josh. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! I was so so upset, so possessive over a fictional uh, building. I, I think the rest of us were invested as well. I, oh, yeah. I can't remember. I think I gasped. Mm. Oh yeah, audibly. I know. I mean, it, it's very much the the bad guy wants to buy the Muppets Theatre. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> it is very much a Muppet Theatre. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, 100%, that, yeah. that, that level of operation oh God, it's not even that good <laughs> well uh, with that with four yeses uh, everybody please mark two experience oh, so Yay. close so after that who's getting an advance this session uh, me I'm getting an advance Ginny's getting an advance yes okay. also me Percy yeah. Percy gets one Graham also gets an advance. Excellent. I levelled up mid-game. Great. So now I am one away from levelling up again. So I'm in the nice. same position as I was at the end of the last one. Lovely. What did you take? I, I can't remember. Okay, so this is this is one that I'm like... I took Boss from Beyond. 
which is that mm-hmm. at the start of the next game, I get to ask the Morrigan uh, some questions about what's going to happen, but it's a dice roll and she might ask me to do something terrible in exchange. She always does. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, delightful. What is it, a dice roll plus out of interest? Um, plus weird, which well, uh, I have weird, a right? plus one okay. to weird. But she do, she does ask me to do something. I have to do something in exchange, but it could be simple or it could be complicated or it could be terrible. And if I don't do it, then I can't use that move again until I've made up for my failures. Gut reaction. Mm. Do you think it's going to be simple or do you think it's going to be overly complex? <laughs> knowing oh. the Morrigan and knowing Matt as the game master. <laughs> Always overly complex. Yay! <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Uh, anybody else who has advanced this session, I'm not going to put you on the spot if you want to take time to think about it, but does anybody know immediately what improvement they want? I do. I took a, a move from another playbook previously, so now I'm just going to go straight for a stat increase. This time I'm going to mark get plus one weird to a maximum of plus three. So Ginny is now plus three weird. Because so so everything I do is based around <laughs> weird. The big magic, the combat magic, the divination, everything is weird. So mm-hmm. yeah, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so you're going to be you're going to be failing even less <laughs> in future sessions. Absolutely, shooting myself in the foot. I think it makes sense thematically. You know, she's got mad now, and uh, so she's uh, following the conversation with Max. She's now getting more and more. Uh, I, I think she's going to dive into the to the witch face side Ooh, of her yeah. of her being and get stranger and stranger in order to fight against capitalism. <laughs> Excited. The real monster. Yeah, the real monster in all this. Alex, Ellie, uh, do you want to hold off or do you know what you yeah, want? Yeah, I'm going to take a move from another playbook so I need to do some research. Great, Fun. cool. Nice. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a bit of bit of homework. I, I mean, it's admin, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> because I am completely indecisive, I'm now looking at all of the words and going... <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to come back to you on that one Great. and let you know um, what I choose. Tune in next time uh, Ellie and Percy or Alex and Graham are on... A season of Vigil to find out what they took. So, having done that bit of admin, what is everybody's reactions from that season? Anything that particularly stood out as a cool thing that you enjoyed? Any lingering questions that anybody has for each other or for me? That my favourite thing that I did because I really love camaraderie was riding in on the bikes mm-hmm. with the uh, the WI ladies. Such a lovely moment. Mm. That was one of my stars. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I can really clearly visualise it. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of cresting over a little hill, dinging bells. In the yeah. dark, little sort of gas lamp style um, <laughs> lights on the front. Yeah. Just through the darkness, through yes. the mist. Yeah. Baskets on every handlebar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Assemble, ladies. Hiya! <laughs> I feel like I have seen something very similar in a film and I'm kicking myself trying to remember what that is. Oh, yeah. But I can picture it so clearly yeah. as well. Yeah, I just really love it as a detail of like a thing that Percy is doing in her non-monster hunting time as well, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. teaching the WI to to do suffragette too. Yeah. It's just a brilliant character detail that I love. Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed the details that you added to the Bargas map. The fact that it was made up of security guard paraphernalia uh-huh. or the truck paraphernalia, like all these mm. bits on it, um, was was pleasing. It wasn't just Spectral ghosty dog. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted it to have, you know, to to take some aspects from the stuff it was possessing and the stuff that had kind of called it into the realm. 
So that sort of seemed to make sense. And I quite like the that we managed to get in the way that you dealt with it meant that we could show it kind of becoming a bit more traditional Vey spirit at the end as well. A good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you sort of got us on the on the bait and switch because you said someone on all fours running around barking and so we were all like guys is a liking threat it's a werewolf we've got this absolutely fine thanks man thanks for your time we'll deal with it from now we need to guys we need to find some silver we need to go out during the full moon and I could see looking back on your little eyes just sort of narrowing and you're chuckling inside at our foolishness so I like the fact that it got halfway through and we're like oh okay it's not what we thought or certainly not what I thought I, I, I hope that like obviously it was a deliberate mislead and a de- deliberate red herring but I, I what i hope is that as soon as you started investigating further than just seeing the video that like the clues would start to be there that it wasn't that you know that the the tracks were bigger than the person that you saw on the video and you know lot signs pointing to it not being that to just give you that little extra pause mm-hmm. Well, that's what it's about, isn't it? You pr- you present a mystery, you give us a few little tidbits of evidence around the place, and then it's up to us to roll and to uh, improvise and to f- figure out, find out a way to, br- you know, break that mystery, work out what's going on. And so I liked that you sort of left a little tidbit here. Do you want to investigate that? Go and have a look. Ah, it's not what you think. Now go over there. Ah, it's not what you think. That's the great thing about this game. It's not just run in and smack. In this case, it's run in, investigate. Banish, smack, uh, yeah. and make good boy. <laughs> quite, I, I feel like this was, of all the ones that we've done, this one probably had the most different avenues you could have investigated. Yeah. So, like, you had, just from that video, you had the location, you could, which is what you did go and investigate first. You had, like, the uniform that could have pointed you to that security firm. You had the, the hoarding that you saw in the video could have sent you to that company. Uh, the kids in the video that you could have tracked down to try to talk to them. What it does mean is that we there's lots of kind of avenues and potential NPCs and locations and things like that that we didn't see. But I like that. I like that I was able to give you the the choice and because I think you know role playing games are all about seeing the players in character making meaningful meaningful choices that mm. have a real effect on the way the story goes. So I think having those branches and seeing which ones you chose to adopt, especially as I think it was a very in-character set of choices of things to investigate, because as we kind of, I think we discussed in some of the backstage stuff, you're a very like magic heavy, not very au fait with the modern world set of characters. And so the fact that you went to investigate like the, the wilderness and, the, and look at the tracks rather than like let's go and talk to a company representative you <laughs> talk to them yeah it's very you know indicative of what these characters are like mm. it was nice I never felt at any point railroaded I never felt like they reached mm. a point where we had hit like a dead end and yeah. Matt had to be like oh well the, how about this person over here you want to speak at all how about you go down this little corridor here and go and investigate this thing I think at, at points I felt like it was almost the opposite like we were like we have 800 different avenues we could yeah. explore right now we need to narrow it down that's the balance yeah. to try and get as well because yeah. I know we've, we've had in previous seasons I mean going all the way back to the Blackshaw Saga stuff we have had issues with decision paralysis yes. at certain yeah. times for sure which we don't want when we're trying to do as we do the, like the whole season in one recording session. We don't want to be stuck on decisions for too long. Sure. So it's a balance of giving you stuff to investigate, but like 
clear reasons to go down one route rather than another. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. with all the investigative options, making sure that, I guess, all of the obvious ones at least have something fruitful there. Mm-hmm. Because I think definitely in past seasons... I've definitely been like, no, this is a trick. We should go and investigate this thing, which seems less obvious, and we'll go and do that. And you're like, I've got nothing for you. (laughs) This is a waste of your time. Are you the person in when you go and do an escape room that's just in the corner looking at the one round, like the fire extinguisher that's been installed? There must be a clue on this somewhere. I'll just keep going. And then the voiceover says, leave that alone. Can you you not touch that, please? That's a bad idea. Have you been watching me do escape rooms? (laughs) It's my form of ASMR. (laughs) 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 Laughing at the incompetence. <laughs> That's something that I, I find I, I can struggle with as well because when I play video games, especially open world ones, I'm very much a completionist. I want to tick all the boxes before I move on with the main yeah. plot. And we just don't have time for that with, with this. <laughs> no, because no, when we got to the point where it was like, okay, well, here's this one bar guest that we need to deal with, but also we've uncovered the fact that there's a really big operation of people yeah. trying to t- change the whole town into these secure areas and stop people's liberties and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but I want to tackle yeah. the big problem mm-hmm. now. But we need to accept it's okay for someone else to, to contribute towards that. <laughs> we'll just have to leave that, I guess. <laughs> you can see Matt start to panic when we said, right, we need to assemble a task force. We need yeah. to go to London. We need to go to their head office. We need to call a dude and we need to ask for a meeting. And we need to take these guys down. And Matt's like, deal with the dog. Could you just deal with the dog first, guys? Come on. Although, can Stay you imagine this, the, these four characters kind of bundling on a train down to London? Just we go and knock on an office door. None of us know how to operate the ticket machine, so we wouldn't even get on the bloody train. I mean, we already had Graham just trying to pretend to be a security guard. And then when he got there, he was like, I'm not really good at talking to people. This is going to go badly. And cue it went badly. I mean, it's extra sages to that. Because don't ask me why I know this, because it may have bearings on future things. But Sheridan does not have a train station. Its branch line was shut down in the 60s. Oh, that makes sense. So you would have to get to the nearest big town to get on the train. Well, yeah, we wouldn't. We'd stand where where we thought it was because we'd been around for ages. I'm sure there was a train station there in the 1960s. Where's it gone now? Just standing on an empty platform with bushes growing on the tracks. (laughs) Intriguing though. Mm. Tippets. Just thought mm. I'd drop that out there. Yes, I like mm. knowing things. Mm. Um, <laughs> shall we transition into into the, the, the structured stars and wishes mm. Yes, I felt lost in this wilderness of no structure, <laughs> so can we please? <laughs> uh, you wanted a casual chat. <laughs> God. <laughs> I've, I've got a star to award just to kick us off, uh, which is to Graham's bench smash move. Mm. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Just because, partly because I love the mayhem move from the summon playbook. I love the way it's written and I love its consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a perfect execution of it in that it was destructive, cathartic, huge, and also caused almost as much harm as good. <laughs> Yeah, I always you know, forget it, that about It caused the... as many problems as it solved. Yeah. Which is the perfect way that move should go. I always yeah. forget about the, the consequences of that. I'm like, <laughs> I remember the key bit, which is I can pick up stuff and hit things with it. Mm. But it is the the ramifications of said hitting things. Like, oh, it bounces off and kills that boy. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> yes. oh but I didn't want to kill the boy's dead. He's dead. He's not coming back. 
I, I have the same kind of mental fog with the banish move. Where I'm like, <laughs> Do I'm you? Get rid of this thing. Do you? Oh no, wait, no, it's somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was a combination of the banishment, then into the mayhem, then into Percy's move of, of getting it on our side. But now yeah. it's going to attack random people, and we're like, we're just making it worse. <laughs> like, if Matt had just sat here for six hours narrating a lovely story, then I think somebody else would have defeated the bar guest with far less <laughs> problems than we did. I think it's also, it, it was a, a, a really interesting consequence of, um, I was I experimented with giving it more armour than any other monster we've had mm. before. Yeah, the minute I we think, found out, we were all like, oh. yeah, I think in hindsight, that's probably too much. I think the book does recommend give it between one and two. And so three was probably too much. And uh, I might just bring that down for the official publication of this adventure. Mm. But the really interesting consequence was that you were all finding different ways to tackle it rather than hit it in the face. Yeah, because we were like, if we keep hitting it, it's going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> Will not end well. No. That leads quite nicely onto my star, uh-huh. which was just to build on what Ellie said earlier, but um, the fact that we defeated the foe through, at, at the end, non-violent <laughs> means, and that we came to a nice big conclusion, happy kumbaya, standing in a circle, and we didn't just hit something, and we didn't go through a war of, of attrition until it just, you slowly you know, worked mm-hmm. down the, the, the HP until we killed it. Yeah. We came up with a solution that didn't involve just total bloodshed. First mm. monster we've left alive. Yeah. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, good point. And it was quite nicely timed, because... Just last week, I've listened to the wrap-up of Tourist Trap, and almost as if you planned it, Matt Boothman, <laughs> yeah. I think you, and I think it was Helen had a conversation, yeah. you both said, oh, it'd be nice if we could do this next time, if we could find a way to end the session without it just, you know, knocking a monster down to zero. And Matt said, yes, oh, I really do wish that we could do that sometime in the future, and I listened to that, and I was <laughs> to be like, honest, clever I, man. I didn't necessarily have that in mind for this one. Interesting. I mean, it's sort of always an option for any any adventure. Um, mm. you, you never have to kill the monster. You just have to like solve the problem. Mm. Um, you could have just with let death. the Winter King take over. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he would have been a difficult one to solve non-violently. I'm sure you could have found a way. It would have been a very yeah. interesting session for you to open up and say, but, yeah. Sherry Down, it is minus 30 degrees. Everybody, everybody is dead. What do you do? <laughs> but like, I, what I'm saying is I didn't design the bar guest as a, this is an adventure that you should solve without killing mm. it. Mm. I think when you presented it as just being a, a guard dog yes and not being a vengeful mm. you know um relatively intelligent being that wanted to cause harm and it wasn't about domination it wasn't about destruction it wasn't about taking over it was just about guarding an area and it had been summoned inadvertently i think that's when it sort of clicked in my mind i was like we're just dealing with a bad boy yeah. we just need to just need yeah. to make sure and the dog at the end is and it, it made me think about real life dogs yeah. because yeah. dogs just behave how they've been trained to behave and that mm. makes me sad when dogs are naughty because <laughs> it just means they've been badly trained. Yeah. No yeah. dogs are really a bad boy. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> this one, yeah, it had very bad influences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a household that did full damage so I could get through it eventually. So <laughs> that was going to be my plan just to keep hitting just it. Keep so hitting I'm it. quite yeah. glad someone else stepped in. Cause mm. I, yeah, think I, th- I think the only ones that could have really hurt it were Gra- Graham, you had a couple of four harm. Yeah. Like, the household is four harm and you could pick up, if you can pick up something big enough, you can do four <laughs> harm with it. <laughs> And then Gwyneth, I think you had three had harm attacks that you could have, mm. yeah, added, do terrible harm to get through. But yeah, it would have taken, might have taken a while to change yeah. it down. And I yeah. think that would have been less narratively interesting. Oh, God, well. yeah. Mm. I think Ginny and Percy's only options would have been do some magic. Yeah, well, my magic's not powerful enough. If I'd taken fire as, as a combat magic, then I can do four damage. But then if I 
roll less than a 10, the fire spreads. So <laughs> right. I would be adding to the carnage and the chaos. The town has burned down. <laughs> and this was another part of my thinking in giving it that much armour, right? Was that it, it might encourage certain members of the party to find a different role in the, mm-hmm. in a big fight. Mm. But like, oh, I can't damage the thing, so what else can I do that's helpful? Mm. Yeah. And in the end, kind of everybody ended up doing that. Is there a way to use magic to reduce a monster's armour? You can use magic to deal one harm, ignore armour. Right. And big magic, the sky's the yeah, limit, yeah. so you could definitely find a big magic that would de-toughen it, I guess. Hmm. Shrink it. <laughs> Although would that shrink the person inside as well? Mm. And then we just have a tiny security guard that we have to take care of. I mean, that'd be quite funny. <laughs> oh, and the, the, I think Graham would be fascinated. <gasps> he'd, have, he'd have a pet human. Oh my yes, god! Graham needs to find the bar gas, put someone in it, and shrink it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the wrinkle there that I don't think I said kind of explicitly on the show was that just normal physical attacks would that get through the bar guest's armour will hurt the person mm. that it's possessing. Mm. Anything with the magic or holy tags will not hurt the person. Mm-hmm. So that's why some attacks hurt the person and some didn't. Oh, so right. the bench did, but I think there was something else that didn't. It yeah, magic. my magic sword. That's the one. Yes, magic sword. <laughs> magic tie clip sword. Yeah. Uh, any further styles or wishes? I've, I've not mentioned them specifically in this sure. segment, but I have mentioned previously, like, yeah. I enjoyed Genius use of teleportation. I enjoyed the suffragette. Um, I guess the I have two for Matt, actually, mm-hmm. that have not been mentioned. Um, one for rolling with the pressure of doing the Morrigan, because I know you, you <laughs> said that, like, you, you do find it a little challenging. She, I think she's the biggest role-playing challenge that I've, I've had mm-hmm. in Merely Role Players. Yeah. Because it's like she is m- mysterious and portentous and gothic, but all, I also need to give her like a, a motivation that can drive the story for Gwyn and yeah. for, the, for the, the story in general. So it's, it's tough, but I'm, I'm enjoying the pressure. Okay, good. She's, is it as hard as Errol? <laughs> oh no, I always fully knew what Errol's deal was <laughs> No one else did I don't think I do <laughs> Still Easy to play dumb and incompetent yeah. <laughs> Yes, okay, yeah, I can attest um, And I guess my, my other one was uh, to you, Matt For that, that shock twist ending with the shop Which we had already talked about oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, no, that's definitely up there Fully off the cuff Really? Oh, oh what a man. Oh, wow. Dark okay. man. That is a big gold star then. Yeah. Yeah, great. What's the opposite of a star? Just <laughs> of can I award one of those to you for taking my shop away? Not yet. Not yet. We can fight You haven't it. lost it yet. Fine. One of my stars would have to be um, the banishment purely because <laughs> it, it just... It just... It was something I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then when we realised it hadn't done what we planned it was just really inside i was like that's perfect that's just so chaotic and not helpful and now we've got to find a way of going to wherever it is oh we're just chasing this thing around the bloody town i really enjoyed that because i i'm sitting opposite alex and that and both of you looked so thrilled about it and then instantly 
very not thrilled <laughs> and the face drop was just beautiful because I think Josh and I kind of knew as soon as you went for that move we were like oh, oh no. no it was almost almost exactly the I'm a genius oh no <laughs> yeah 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 however however if I'd not done it if we'd not moved it to the green we wouldn't have been able to do our oh, yeah. no, so. I'm thrilled yeah. I'm glad you did it but in the moment it was a dick move <laughs> Yeah. You know what this fight on perfectly like neutral ground where we can take it out we want to need. We need to take the enemy and put it into a heavily populated yeah. area full of old people and children. Yeah. Well, and well, well, well. <laughs> and the consequences of my actions. Preferably it should take a while for us to get there. Yeah. <laughs> you just got Ellie frantically peddling. We can't all teleport. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, no, that's that's my stuff for the just the carnage it caused. Yeah. Um, Absolutely seconded. I'm glad that it, it meant that we got. It's the first time we've really had a like the final battle began and then switched arenas, mm. which is which is very cool. Uh, and it meant we got to see a bit more of the town. It gave you that tension of exactly mm. the oh shit, how do we get to where it's gone? <laughs> and yeah, it meant that the. It put a completely different complexion on that that final mm. encounter, which I think was brilliant. Yeah. Just a piece of advice for any hunters that might be playing a game with Nat <laughs> in the future. Please do take an ability that allows you to teleport or fly, because God knows where the final battle will be, and you need to get there super, super quick. Or, or a vehicle. We do have other people yeah. in the in the video mm. cast who have cars and like, vans and things. Just nobody in this one. Oh, yeah, I'd like to bricks. think I've learnt my lesson and I was think twice before using that move again. Nah. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't think twice before vanishing. Please, Alex, don't think twice before using mayhem. <laughs> like, I never do. I don't want, I I never don't want do. either of you to be discouraged from <laughs> causing yeah. maximum drama. I just don't know how this ended up being more chaotic than Cold Snap. I thought after that, <laughs> I thought after that, that was that was the yeah. height of chaos. Now we're now we're in a more familiar. As we've grounds. discussed before, you were sort of in your element in Cold Snap. All of yeah. You. yeah, and and this was a bit more playing into the fish out of water kind of. Scenario. We just can't talk to people. That's that's the yeah. big thing. Is there anybody in this entire cast that's super cool? Just out of interest. Uh, Cameron's cool, Cameron. isn't he? Cameron's Briar cool. can. I'm trying to think of Briar's oh, very good at talking. It's charm that you charm. need to talk. Oh, yeah. charm, yeah. sorry. So Briar Briar can get people yeah. to do what you want. Yeah, Briar's very charming. Renko. Renko's Renko. very charming. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's Renko's entire deal. And Mick, I think, is I think that's a kind of a mundane thing. Mm. I think the mundane mm. always gets lots of charm. Who'd have thought Vicky and Dave would be the most charming of all of us? <laughs> it's nice to play against type, though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's lovely to go outside your comfort zone. <laughs> don't be mean the while they're them. not here to defend themselves. They know we don't mean it. <laughs> they don't listen. Yeah. They're going to be, gonna be <laughs> too busy with Ivor to listen to them. They're the, they're the best I mean, of us, so I, we have to take them down. I, mean, yeah. I, I know, yeah. I know Dave way. doesn't... Li- Dave literally doesn't listen. No, no. he hates theatre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> and Ivor, for context, is their baby. Yes. Who does listen? Who does? Yeah. Not like who listens more than Dave. (laughs) But yeah, the way you said it made it sound like it was like their lodger or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, Ivor knows that the vigil theme tune is a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well done, Alex. It is. Well done, Alex. (laughs) Um, I want to do a star on Josh. Um, for using those magic tokens. Yes, brilliant use. Just Mm, like the prophecy tokens. It felt it felt quite a lot like Josh was playing them whenever he got sick of something. Um, <laughs> oh no! It, like, likewise, when you could see our faces crestfallen, I could see Josh every time he had to spend one, being like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> it was the bit where he spent them because he, we couldn't find the right cape. Oh no! no, 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 no. <laughs> He's left the table. He's left the table. 
Jackson, right? I can't play in a game of infinite fantasy, people flying in Morrigans and people summoning things and, oh, I'm from 1850, I'm from whatever. But Matt sits there and goes, oh, no, sorry, you actually need the correct cable for this. People tune in to listen to chaos and magic and fun. Not for an hour and a half of us in fucking Maplins trying to find the correct oh, USB cable. Look, look. Furious. Graham, the demon accountant, trying to talk to his colleagues is what you're talking about. Well, that was my thinking. Mm. That is the, the mm. high chaos potential. But oh I take your God. point that by that point we just needed to find some information. I think we were just, so, well, I think as well, metagaming is like we were so close to having a lunch break or so close to like ending the scene and then you brought that up and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry I'm ruining Matt and Alex's ideas here but look, I've got a cable. There we are. I, know, I, well, I think, I think any time we get to wind up, Josh is always going to be the results are often, as as we've just heard, uh, quite explosive. Uh, have you got a wish, Josh? <laughs> Any, anything that you wish you could have done or that you wish you might get to do in a future session? Well, in a future session, I will be carrying around a, a little bag of all the cables and cable ties and odds and eds and odds and sods just for this exact... Just all on a carry Ginny's yeah. apron is, is expanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Scope. Mary, I want I wanted to have a Mary Poppins bag where she could pull out like a lamp and like, everything else from it. So, mm. oh. I feel a lot more calm now. Thank you, thank you, everybody. I'm glad you, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Absolutely, so it's important to discuss these things mm. as a table and mm. not let them fester and influence your table culture, like. Subtly, it's, you've just got to have these out yeah. and say them out loud. It's exactly the reason I took that, that ability, just so that we could produce something completely random. Not a, like a mystical signet ring, not like something to help stop the apocalypse, no. right, but just a little little power cable. The USB to USB-C oh. cable, or whatever it was that was needed. I don't, I don't have wishes for this one so much as uh, I just want to take the opportunity to just tell you some stuff that could have happened. Oh, yeah. I, had, I, I now, any any time that I think the Morrigan is, has a chance of showing up, I have to think about what what would happen if Morrigan Rita repulses the monster again, mm-hmm. like she did with the Winter King. So there was the possibility if she decided to interfere in that way, uh, you could have got a very big bar guest with like five security guards inside it instead of one. <laughs> like a Megazord. Like yeah. a Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> Going full Pacific Rim. Yeah. That was my thinking for that. But I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't go with that because it's like, it could get repetitive. It could get Rita Repulsa Power Rangers yeah. if, if every time the Morrigan shows up, she just soups up the monster in some way. So yeah. it's nice that she always has that potential. But that's why I'm not framing this as a wish. It's not like I wish I got to do that. I just thought I'd let you know that mm. I had that up my sleeve in case it was, in case it happened. Yeah. I think that's kind of, um, again, it's not a wish per se, but I guess a, a statement that I, I would be, I would be interested to see what would happen if, if things were pushed a bit darker with mm-hmm. that relationship. However... I'm very wary of, given the nature of this, the recorded nature of it, the fact that we've got to get it all done in in one day. I don't want a protagonist, <laughs> like because there's so many other interesting stories going on as well. And I also don't want to necessarily undermine the overall tone of everything, because mm-hmm. we have that kind of uh, Cornetto trilogy vibe <laughs> of, we have some darker stuff, but there's also a lot of comedy, whereas I realise that this could go properly dark. And I personally am down for that, but also don't want to... <laughs> bring everyone 
everyone down <laughs> with me. I think we could I probably guess. pull it off if the if you've got the the Morrigan wanting very dark things and yeah. all of the player characters just completely undermining her goth tone. I think we could <laughs> yeah. we could probably parlay it into into the kind of tone that we're after. It'd, it'd be interesting to think. Something for me to think about is. Um, kind of ways to make the Morrigan and her demands fit that tone more. Mm. And I think we we are sort of building towards that with the, the conversations that Gwyn and the Morrigan had this time and mm. the, the doubt and the split we're starting to see in the Morrigan's aspects mm. that, you know, there's kind of potential for comedy or... Yeah. Um, something a bit more lighthearted in the <clears throat> Morrigan slightly being at war with herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it adds to the com- the comedy and the mundanity of, of the Cornetto trilogy genre if you've just had this big emotional moment and then we go straight into Graham and a branch of Maplin's looking for a camera cable. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it yeah, helps yeah. with the yeah. contrast. Really and I, I do try and keep, like, I, I appreciate <laughs> we said at the end, like, Quinn is, she can be very mopey emo, but I do try and keep her with that stupid sense of humour oh, as for well. Sure. To keep it balanced. Mm. Um, There's quite yeah. a few mopey emo characters. Hunters yeah, in this game, I think the, the town setting kind of encourages that mm. personality, for sure. Mm. Like it's a sort of slightly run-down feeling, Middle England, mm. just mm. nothing town, isn't it? It's definitely established as the kind of town that young people find it difficult to escape. Yes. Yeah. I think Ellen's character is yeah, a good kind of yeah. encapsulation of the culture of the town. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who grew up in a provincial town, I totally associate yeah. with the feeling of being miserable, like you can't get out. It's a lot of like Joey and friends staring at the the, the rain window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think there's I think exactly like Josh said. Like it's that balance of um, a super dark moment or scene, then followed by something absurd that um that gets the keeps the tone right it's not necessarily that we need to avoid one or the other it's that the two extremes follow one another and that mm. works mm. it's quite a lot of pressure <clears throat> on your head Nat, though to deliver the big emotional uh moments within yeah, the game i've and never done that before in my life <laughs> spotlight on that <laughs> but you that's, that's definitely a star i want to award because we do so much silly stuff and then both you and Matt go into those like serious moral mm. bits, and you just like I'm ca- I'm kind of captivated by it every time, and it feels it feels very real and very dramatic um, and very genuine. And then I get confronted with <laughs> with like the estate agent's actually that demon, and I'm just like, oh, Percy runs away. <laughs> Which you know, while is a valid character choice, was also very much Ellie going, nah. I don't. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Ellie's too tired for this, Matt. Okay, she runs away. I think I think that was that was the, absolutely the right choice in that scene. We we didn't need yeah. we didn't at that <clears throat> point in the recording session we did not want to get into a big Percy versus demon conversation. No, and and deep into that backstory, I think yeah, the running away, like you say, super valid character choice, and I think it worked dramatically to make it a cliffhanger. If that had been the first scene in a in a, yeah, it would have been a, a big cop out. It, it would be a different story. But, not, Ellie, do you actually want to be here? <laughs> Ellie bravely runs away. <laughs> I realise I think one of my wishes from the last game I played might have been semi-solved mm-hmm. because I remember finishing Cold Snap and thinking 
that was brilliant. I had such a good time. I wish I'd gone into the town more. I wish I'd gone and met more people because yeah. it felt sort of quite D&D, out in the woods and fighting, yeah. and then we bring our swords and we go and hack and slash. And I was like, oh, we didn't really get to meet anybody. We didn't go into into Sheridan itself. That was a wish, I believe, for you and Nat yeah. from Cold Snap. And that's, you know, I tried to accommodate that in this one. Yeah, I realized, ticked. Yeah, I realised the wish from Cold Snap that we didn't accommodate is uh, let's meet the witches in the woods. Mm. Mm. We still didn't meet them. No. They're still lurking in the wings, waiting for their big entrance. They maybe have the almost gone to join them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Could guard their uh, eco-home. But I bet they're not too fond of uh, big wizard energy either, so... Might be able to get them on site. Yeah. Hey. Is it the opposite of big dick energy? Um, <laughs> it, it's like big dick energy, but... Where I think big dick energy is kind of positive. Though. Yeah, that's positive. what I mean. So is it like the opposite? Yeah, it's like, small dick energy. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's maybe a state agent. Big knobhead energy. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Sorry to all the state agents. There's some more people we isolated. <laughs> oh there we go. <laughs> We've got so far through this backstage. I know. I know. Not upsetting anyone. anybody. Upsetting anyone. Eh, never mind. Um, Do you know, who, you know who else I hate? Capricorn. <laughs> Screw all those guys. Not interested. If you're a Capricorn, unsubscribe, please. <laughs> Um, I think uh, the only wish I had was um, purely selfish. I completely forgot about my um, my well, my why so serious which move, oh, yeah. which is capping off things with an appropriate stupid one liner. You did come um, close to it several times. Did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think you did. I, th- I think, think I did you one. did kind of. You you mentioned that you'd activated it, but I don't think we remembered to then apply the bonus. Um, it was the uh, he shouldn't have been sleeping on the job line yeah. when you knocked somebody unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. So I, I think I think I need to pay attention more to that and see how bad yeah. Graham's puns can we be. We had tokens on the table well, we for did. tracking that exact thing. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I know. We did, yeah, we did have a few moments as well because Gwyn was just not getting Graham's puns. So, <laughs> so you did do it. Okay, good, okay. Well, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, that's, that's my memory right there. Also, I, I feel like bonuses should have happened for your commitment to Jackie Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Every time. Got it in there. Come on, Jackie. The beef. <laughs> the beef. I feel like on that, the, the, the one thing that I, I think was a missed opportunity for me, uh, it was kind of a wish, was the Gwyn gets a coffee order moment. I feel like, uh, we spoke about this on the way home, was more of a, uh, it was a missed opportunity for more Briar has told her human stuff wrong. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what's Briar told you goes in a normal coffee order. Yeah. What's a normal or, coffee to order? Or the alternative is that human coffee just doesn't affect her because she has had fey potions, mm. right? So it mm. needs to be like extra double strength mm. espresso with 10 sugars to actually even <laughs> Do get close. Yeah. Good grief. Um, I've realised that I, although we had like lots of jokes about our, our lack of technology uh, knowledge, the move I have, mm-hmm. which is to... I think I get experience if, what is it, whenever... You're well, bamboozled by... As yeah. Whenever it stops stuff happening. It's though. whenever it actually hinders the yes. mystery. Whenever right? you're battling with the modern world gets in the way of monster hunting. Mm. And I didn't push that at any point because I sort of wasn't really sure how badly I had to mess things up mm. for everyone by using it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have to kind of calibrate on that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it does have to be a like a genuine 
problem. So it'd have to be something like me thinking that in order to get the images off of the body cam, I had to smash it open. Something yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Or like um, missing a message and not not being in a place that you're needed. Right. Would would probably qualify. Like it doesn't have to be apocalyptically like it causes the mob. Like it doesn't have to lead to the civilians dying or anything right. like that. But it definitely has to be like a setback uh, and a. Um, a hindrance and an annoyance to the rest yeah. of the hunters. That's a tr- it's a tricky one for you mm. now, though, given that Percy has been in the modern world for a little while. I know. And the way that you're you're playing her is that she, you know, she is an intelligent, technically capable yes. person. Yeah. So her background is as an engineer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it would have to be things that she wouldn't even have like, because like technology stuff, she will probably have deliberately read up on and learned, but maybe there's like social stuff mm. that she wouldn't even have thought. Mm. Maybe there's some like pop culture references she might not have got. Yeah. Maybe it's a Captain America type <laughs> thing where she has yeah. to catch up. Like, like you said, Percy, Percy is smart. So if Percy knows that there's a deficiency that could cause problems, she would probably try to remedy that. So it would have to yeah. be blind spots almost. I think I need to do some thinking about what those might be yeah. because I've, I've just been going for the obvious thing, which is technology, and actually that doesn't really fit with the character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's definitely some other things that I think yeah. could be... I guess also steering, uh, steering delicately around the line of uh, Victorian colonialist attitudes as well. Oh, my goodness, yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't you just oh. do it? <laughs> <laughs> got a flag <laughs> we had a little bit of that in playtime didn't we of like can't can't you just yes. shut the school down mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Was, i was i was quite i was more comfortable doing the poor people rich people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Than, uh, colonialism yeah. yeah yeah you know percy's noble so classism is definitely a thing she might struggle yeah. with yeah great i'll start a fun list of ways in which percy can be offensive <laughs> I just had a, an image of uh, Percy coming together with Jess and being like, well, in my day, when, when people were errant and ill-behaved, we just got the cane out. <laughs> Every time you smack Jess with a cane, that's when you get, that's when you hit the, uh, the beat. I'd say things like, no, clean that muck off your face. <laughs> Do not talk back to me, young lady. You're getting hysterical. Have this cocaine. <laughs> I know we've moved on to wishes, but I just remembered I have another star, mm. which is uh, Alex, thank you for using some luck this time yes mm. I, know, I know that you were you were a little reluctant to start reading the apocalypse reluctant closer. reluctant <laughs> hey. uh, but I, I'm glad you've embraced your role mm-hmm. as the harbinger of the apocalypse and are starting to bring it closer parfait I'm look, yeah I'm looking forward to using more of it now <laughs> um, I think that's the problem there's a there's a fine line between sort of Using it every so often and just absolutely spamming it and then bringing the apocalypse (laughs) far too quickly. And and just to get people speculating, uh, Alex and I do know what form the apocalypse takes. Yes. Yes. But nobody else does. Secrets, the secrets they keep. So, yes. So, I I fully know the significance of Graham's true name. As do I. Which is remarkable, considering <laughs> I, as an individual in real life, are also quite forgetful. <laughs> what, what am I meant to be doing? <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to in future seasons. The apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Graham, bringing you closer to the apocalypse. <laughs>
star across the board for you, Matt, for running uh, it and for introducing so many characters and for dealing with all of our characters that we brought in and mm. all of the carnage that we had brought. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of factions and and things mm. now. It would be, uh, I feel like now any backstory questions, relationship questions that like create a faction. I feel like the policy from now on has to be that's a faction that already exists. Let's yeah. not create a new one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. So many <laughs> no more guilds. No more gangs. No more anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Gives me lots of stuff to work with um, for when people spend luck and stuff interferes for thinking about what could be the cause of things for the, when that situation happens that sometimes happens when somebody decides to really investigate, like, what is the root cause of this? Who has deliberately done this? And, like, I don't have something in my mind for that. Mm. Like, it's good to have a grab bag of baddies. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. to be like, it was them. Whose fault is it now? Let's, <laughs> let's spin the lot, okay? It's this bag of Watsits. Not the Watsits. We are getting to the point where... The, uh, the if we ever have to print off the show bible it's going to be environmentally unethical yes it's oh, going longer and longer yes, mm. it's going to have to be a pdf we've been some. we've been talking yeah. about a wiki or possibly a world anvil yeah 100 yeah. if anybody out there wants to start a <laughs> fan made wikipedia <laughs> then please feel free unless you are a capricorn <laughs> in which case <laughs> I've got my bit now okay I'm just going to stick to it <laughs> oh dear lord on that note shall we wrap up yes yeah go on then thank you all very much for playing thank uh, you, for joining thank for you. this season uh, and I very much look forward to seeing the ongoing adventures of all of your characters <laughs> yes please yes. Yay. well you, done everybody Play on.